Welcome to Life's Your Bitch, the podcast where we are changing the narrative. Ah, it is episode three. I can't believe we've already we're already like three episodes in. Today's episode is all about how to date yourself, and I'm so excited for this. I could talk about this for ages. Do you know what I love about this podcast? Right, I talk to myself about these subjects. Like, I will go on a walk and I will just speak. Like the other day, I had an idea for a podcast, and I was just like speaking out loud. Um, on what I was going to say, like, on the way to the gym. And I've always done that. Like, I'm someone who loves deep chats and can talk for literally... I can talk about a subject for hours, but I'm also hilariously scared of, like, being vulnerable. (laughs) That's a story for another day. Um, So I don't really. I have, like, one friend who I talk in, like, great depth about things with. Amy, if you're listening, I love you. Um, And, yeah, me and her will talk till the cows come home about, like, law of attraction, manifesting, like... Or just everything, um, our thoughts on the whole entire universe. We think everything that happens is a sign. Again, story for another day, for another episode. But yeah, it's hilarious because I love talking, just talking about this stuff. I feel like I have so many opinions and so many, I don't know, just thoughts and like, I just love it. So I just love this podcast so much. I'm sure you're aware of that. But anyway, how to date yourself. But before we get into that, obviously I need to reflect on last week's journal question. And do you know what? I actually took the time this week to sit down and answer it. Like actually sit down for a good like half an hour, I think I was kind of like writing and thinking. Um, And I thoroughly enjoyed it, you know? Hilarious for me to give people journal prompts when I know full well I don't really like journal. So I love this podcast for that reason as well because it's making me do these things, which is kind of why I put the journal element in there so that I also had to do it. But yeah, so the podcast question, the podcast question, the journal prompt in the last podcast was um, when's the last time you felt in control of your life? Because the last episode, if you haven't watched it, self-care isn't a face mask was all about how self-care isn't a face mask and how self-care can like really give you some control in your life. Um, So the question was, when was the last time you were in control of your life? Kind of like, why did you feel like that? Why haven't you felt like that since? How can you feel like that more? All stuff like this. I also post them on Instagram as well if you've missed the podcast. So go and follow the Instagram at Life's Your Bitch. Enough promo. So I started my journal kind of prompts by asking what is, to me, like what is being in control? Do you know what I mean? Because I think for different people, depending on where their priorities are, where their discipline is, like what areas of their life they're good at and bad at, being in control, what that feels like and what that means is going to be different to everybody. So I think I realised for me, feeling like I'm in control of my own life is feeling like I... I'm kind of determining the path of my day and my life. So kind of like the first episode changed the narrative. I feel in control when outside kind of events or other people or whatever don't affect my mood and like my day. So if something bad happens, I feel in control when I'm able to be like, okay, that happened, but like all it did was happen. So am I gonna react badly? I was gonna say goodly. Am I gonna react like badly? Am I gonna react well? Am I gonna not react at all? Kind of being able to step out of the situation and being like, cool, that's just happened. You just said that. It's up to me how I now react. That is when I feel super in control because I think as well, sometimes I can be quite like, uh, not out of control in my emotions. I think we all can, obviously. Like we can react to things quite quickly. Um, I know with certain people, like I will just like, I can snap, like I can snap. Um, so I feel like I feel really in control when I'm able to be like, cool, you, yeah, like I just said, when I'm able to, like, control, determine, manifest, 
my own outcomes. Um, and I don't mean like, so when I say manifest, I don't mean like huge goals, like when I'm able to reach goals and whatever like that. I literally just simply mean whenever I'm able to have a good day, despite um, like external factors, if you know what I mean. Anyway, now I've got lost on my uh, on my journal page. So, oh, there was a quote I was supposed to be in from the power of now about how we aren't our mind. Otherwise, we wouldn't say, oh, I think this, if you know what I mean, because I can't remember the exact quote and I completely forgot that I'd wrote this down. But it's basically saying how you are not like your mind and I aren't the same. Otherwise, you wouldn't be saying like, I think this or I always say, like, oh, my mind was so busy last night because they're like separate, really should have put the quote in, great book, the whole first, um, I was gonna say paragraph, chapter of The Power Is Now is about how you are not your mind, not gonna lie, I didn't really like that book though, like I got 40 pages to the end and couldn't be asked to finish it, which is, I know like criminal to so many people, but like by the end, I just didn't like it. And I've read so many similar books, I kind of felt like it wasn't adding much, but that first chapter was quite nice. Anyway, so when was the last time I felt like I was truly in control? I spoke about it slightly, um, but probably last, um, January just gone. So I know that I'm always in full control in the back of my mind. I know that I've done a whole podcast episode about it. I know that I'm completely in control of, um, my life and my days and everything I want to do and my emotions. Like it, it ultimately does come down to me and I know that, but I don't always act like that. And I think that's because it's hard. It's hard to always act like that. It's hard to always be able to step back and be in control and not react. And you know, if someone says something shitty to you or something shitty happens, you just want to be like, fuck this, fuck you. Like you you react and that's fine. And that's completely human, but that's what I'm saying. So I, I know that, but I don't always consistently act like that. So back in January was the time I feel like maybe I acted like that for the most consistent period of time. To be honest, I feel like that I've really felt like that since I've started this podcast, just because it's been so like at the forefront of my mind because I've been speaking about it so much. But I thought it wasn't fair to talk about the last few weeks. I'd go back a bit more. So in January, so I had no uni. I had all the time in the world, and like, it was all I don't know. It was just like all of a sudden I had all all this time because I'd obviously finished this module, so I wasn't as busy. But I actually made a promise to myself there and then that I would never ever get, I posted it on my private Snapchat story because like a few months ago, there was a picture of me crying saying, does life have a pause button? And I posted it and I was like, I, this is my promise to myself that I'm never ever gonna get that stressed again. Like I was crying, my hair was falling out of my eyebrows, my skin was awful, like my health was going tits up. Like I was just like, this is my promise to myself to never ever get that stressed again. And I haven't really. Um, like I said, we can, I've said it before, we can all be happy whenever we want, I think. It obviously takes work and it's hard and sometimes it's easier. So in that moment, it was easier, it was easier to feel like that. You're gonna have to like bear with me here because I'm reading off this journal and then I'm trying to speak and like change point, but I'm also so dyslexic to the point where like, I can't go off and then look back and go back on track, like it takes me a minute. But um, in that moment, I kind of realized how easy it was Um, and how much of a choice it was because I'm gonna probably talk about this much a bit later when I go further on in the journal but it's like I didn't all of a sudden gain all this time obviously I gained I gained a few hours a day because I wasn't doing uni work I mean I was doing uni work for probably like 10 hours a day within the last week but all the times before that it wasn't like I had finally gained all this time I just didn't want to waste it anyway So why did I, why did I feel like that? I wasn't using my time well for so long 
and I felt like I had no time. Um, and it wasn't that I didn't have any time. Like I said, I was, I just wasn't using that time well. So it wasn't that before that one week with no uni, I had no time. Just the spare time I did have, I wasn't using it well. And this goes hand in hand with how I feel in control with how I'm using my time because I'm much more likely to be able to step back and determine my day and like not react so quickly to things and just have a bit more control of my emotions when I have a bit more control over my time when I'm not letting other things control my time and I'm not letting TikTok algorithms control my time um but in that moment I just kind of realized that and I just feel like I had all of so much clarity like it was so clear how badly I was using all of my time um I was so excited to just finish this uni module to like read before bed and like go on a walk like that takes two hours out of my day I always had that two hours like I wasn't doing uni work 30 minutes before I went to bed or like at lunchtime, like I still had an hour break, but I would just sit on my phone because anything else felt like exhausting to like get up and go on a walk when I'd just been working and I knew I had to carry on working all day. Like that feels exhausting. It's not, it would have probably been very, very beneficial, but the act of it was exhausting. This is what I say. It's always a bit hard, isn't it? So yeah, I. it wasn't like I didn't have these two hours. Like I was so excited to finish this uni module so I could read before bed. It's like, before bed you were only going on TikTok so then I realized like I feel in control when I'm not wasting my time because then I'm more present I'm more aware which makes me feel like I'm more in control of my day my times my emotions kind of like as a result of all of that um so I just wrote here in choosing to go on on a walk I wasn't getting sucked into the TikTok algorithm so like I wasn't letting TikTok control how I was going to spend my hour before bed because I felt in control that I was like I don't know, I had this week and I just didn't, I didn't want to waste my time. I felt like I had this one week to do whatever I wanted and to like just have a week of self-care and just like live how I would want to live. And I didn't want to waste it so much that my screen time was so minuscule. I think, well, for me anyway, like I think my screen time on my phone was like three, four hours. For just some people that probably still sounds so awful, but like my screen time is like a good seven to nine hours, majority of the time, like a good eight hours of my day is spent on my phone so to me that was like wow but it's just weird because like I had this one week that I didn't want to waste because I thought I had all this time to do what I wanted to do but it's like I'm just well then I'm just wasting my life really aren't I <laughs> if we're gonna be deep with it it's like so I had this one week and I was like read before bed because you've got the time go on a walk you've got the time take yourself for lunch you've got the time it's like well you've always got the time but like you didn't have almost like, I guess, the mental exhaustion of like a uni deadline or whatever. But it just made me really realise like I didn't want to waste that week, but I'm happy to like waste the rest of my life doing it now because I do it now. I'll sit on bed, um, I'll sit in bed on TikTok for hours before I finally go to sleep rather than just picking up the book that I know I really, really want to read. But it just feels exhausting. But I know it's not because I've done it and it was great and it was actually the opposite of exhausting. It made me feel great. Um, yeah. <laughs> so how can I do it more? I think I need to be more aware and more present. My screen time needs to go down. That is just literally a non-negotiable. I need to be more aware of what's going on. I need to be more present. I need to listen to my body more and remember as well how it feels to be in control and remember how much time I'm doing, uh, quotations, time, because I always have that time, but realize how much like time I had and remember how it felt to use that time like that. Um, it's so hard <laughs> and it's quite exhausting.
to take that responsibility um, of your time and control it, it's hard because like I said, sometimes it feels exhausting and it's not really what you want to do, but it's so worth it. And it is so important because once you do it, you realize just how worth it is if it's not been um, obvious in what I've been saying. But yeah, I don't know if that, if that made sense. I hope that made sense. Um, as I said, I was trying to go off what I'd written, but also kind of just speak. So I feel in control when I'm able to step back out of a situation and not react and determine my day and determine that I'm going to have a good day. And also I feel in control when I am controlling my time and using it how I want to use it and not getting sucked into TikTok algorithms or Instagram or YouTube or Netflix or just being lazy. (laughs) Um, So yeah, what am I grateful for? I just kind of said it, um, this podcast... I'm, I'm not going to be soppy and be like, oh, you guys again, even though I did literally cry my eyes out on Sunday when the second episode went live. If you follow the Instagram at Bitch, I went on there for like eight stories and I was just crying um, just because I was just like, this is incredible. This is all I've ever wanted to do. I love talking about this stuff. It's something I've never really done, never really opened up about, never kind of spoke my passion for it, I guess. So the response knowing that people even liked listen to like listening to it um never mind it actually helping them guys we have a closed facebook group um the links over on the instagram as well and oh that is just amazing as well the first few posts no one commented no one said anything and then one girl posted her like gratitude list for the day and that was it everybody's on there everybody's chatting everybody's helping each other the comments are amazing people like going out and sharing the journals they bought because of the podcast like it's just incredible. Like, I can't believe it. I can't believe I've, like, created a space that... I don't know. But that wasn't the point. The point wasn't you guys. Sorry. I don't want to, I don't want it to ever seem ingenuine. So I'm going to try and stop talking about how grateful I am for you guys. But I'm grateful for the podcast in terms of, like I just said, it has made me so much more kind of, like, self-aware and, like, made me almost accountable for what I'm doing. Because, like I said, I've always had um, such a passion for this and I can talk about it, whatever. But actually talking about it and like saying it to someone else and like talking about it in such depth it kind of keeps it at the forefront of my mind which I hope like for you guys it does as well constantly hopefully listening to something like this every week and if you follow the Instagram I've been posting nice things on there every morning for people to listen to and stuff um or of questions to answer same with the Facebook group like I just want to keep this at the forefront of our mind TikTok as well we've just made a new TikTok um that I'm going to be posting on like twice at least twice a day um all similar things so it's just really kept it at like the forefront of my mind so everything I've done I've kind of just looked at with a different perspective and like I don't know it's just really really got me just like thinking um really reflecting and I've been I feel like I've been so intentional with my time especially last week after doing the self-care um or this week even I'm filming this on Wednesday so I filmed the self-care podcast last week for me like a whole week ago and my time since then I feel like I've just used it so well because I spoke about how important it was to do that for an hour so then I walked away and like, it's all I could think about. And I was like, oh God, it's it's so true. Like, take your own advice. And yeah, I'm just, I just really love this podcast. <laughs> As I said, I'm going to try and get more niche. My second one, <laughs> I sound like such a simp. My second one is uh, Yellow Lilies, which is probably a bit silly. But my boyfriend bought me Yellow Lilies and I've never seen Yellow Lilies before. And I love yellow flowers. He got me them and he was like, well, you like yellow flowers, so Yellow Lilies. And they're actually so pretty. And I'm looking at them right now behind me and they have blossomed and they're so pretty. And I just, 
you know, it's a cute thing to be grateful for because I didn't even know this flower existed. I didn't know you could get yellow ones and they're absolutely beautiful. They kind of look like sunflowers in a way. Um, so yeah, that's a bit of a random one for you. And another random one, I made a dinner the other day and oh my God, <laughs> it was so good. The Gigi Hadid pasta recipe is like probably my favourite thing in the world, right? But it's, you know, it's no secret that it's not that fabulous for you. So I made like a healthy version of it with orzo and roasted aubergine, which is my favourite, parmesan cheese, which is probably my top favourite food in the whole entire world. My number one food in the whole entire world is probably parmesan cheese. And two is probably roasted aubergine. So I was having a great time. Um, and yeah, that was my, that was my third thing I was grateful for because like I made three portions of it and every day I was so <laughs> excited to eat it. Um, anyway, dating yourself is the uh, topic for today's podcast. How to date yourself, how to become confident dating yourself, how to be confident doing things alone, how to be happy in your own company. I definitely do have a few things I want to speak about and tips I want to give, but I say that I'm already 17 minutes into this podcast episode I was about to say most of this is going to be based off questions so we'll just see how we go and how much I talk for because I mean we all know I can chat (laughs) some utter shit as well dating yourself being alone doesn't mean you're lonely whether you are single or just going around the shopping mall by yourself I just said shopping mall I don't live in America but I just think it's so important before we even start this topic conversation to reframe your thinking around being alone. Who said, we'll go back to the first podcast, changing the narrative, who decided that alone was a bad thing, okay? That is just like a construct that's been put in our head. Literally nothing in this world, really, I mean, some things, but like general things, nothing really has like a good or bad label. Like rain, who decided rain was a bad thing? Rain's a good thing when you need to water your plants and you can't be asked, but rain's a bad thing when you want to go to the shopping mall. So it's like, why do I keep fucking saying shopping mall? Who am I? Clearly I really want to go shopping. But yeah, so I think it's the same with being alone, like being alone in a restaurant or just being alone, being single, like anything. Like who said it was a bad thing? I actually think it's really freeing. I know I have a wonderful boyfriend as well, but like being single is not a bad thing. I really enjoyed my time being single. I still even have a boyfriend now and I really enjoy my alone time. I think it's so precious and it's so important and I absolutely love it. Like, I don't know. So yeah, just before we go on, being alone does not mean you're lonely. Being alone is a choice and it's an empowering choice. It does not mean that you're lonely just because you are alone. You're the only person, like as cringe as this is, you're the only person who's gonna be in your life forever. You're the only person that you're gonna have to listen to forever. So like you may as well get used to your thoughts and you may as well start enjoying your time with yourself because hate to break it to you, (laughs) but you're gonna be listening to your thoughts and spending time with yourself for the rest of your life. So you may as well start making it a nice place to be. A good place to start with um, being confident by yourself or like dating yourself in quotations or whatever it is, spending time alone is to start with some self-love and compassion. So I have a fun exercise (laughs) and I think this, I can't remember if I've seen this somewhere or if I kind of just thought about it or whatever. I think I've seen a TikTok that said like, what was your love language? And now like, what's your way that you... What's, what's the word? Self, de- oh, what's the word? I don't know. We'll go with like self-sabotage. I don't remember what it is, but like 
basically what's like what do you do to yourself when you're like being mean to yourself so it's like word of affirmations of your is your love language and then people were finding that like they were they like spoke to themselves really badly or like acts of service if they didn't like themselves that day they like wouldn't get up and shower and stuff like that so anyways <laughs> then from that i was thinking oh interesting so what's your love language and like what do you expect from a partner what do you want from a partner and kind of turn that round and give it to yourself so for example if your uh, love language is words of affirmation that means you feel also you can go and do a quiz you can go and do a quiz to find out what your love language is it's words of affirmation acts of service give gives <laughs> gifts person oh god i can't speak physical touch and uh oh, now i can't remember what i've said <laughs> words of affirmation acts of service gifts physical touch and quality time so if you find out what yours is it's very easy to then give that love to yourself so that's how you feel the most loved so for example if mine's words of affirmation so someone could cook me dinner buy me gifts we could spend all night together whatever but they haven't sat and like spoke words to me like told me they love me told me they're proud of me told me they are like happy in their life just gave me a compliment i wouldn't feel loved like no matter how many gifts they bought me no matter how much time we spent together no matter how much we like cuddled i i just really like words it's just my love language okay um so i know that that's how i feel love so that's how i try and give love to myself i really don't try and let myself talk negatively to myself so even if i'm not constantly doing positive affirmations i'm quite good at not like i don't know just not being verbally horrible to myself i'm I'm okay with that. So that's what I think. So before you kind of start dating yourself, why is it that you date? What is it that you like? What is it that you want from a partner? And give that to yourself. So before, I feel like I'm quite, I've kind of done this work um, a while ago. So I don't really want or expect anything from a partner now because I feel like I can give it all to myself because I've done this. But the only thing I kind of look for is to add value to my life, add extra value to my life because I feel like everything else in my life is ticked off because I have done this work. But before that and kind of anyway, I like compliments, like I said, before it was definitely validation and regardless of, you know, the work I've done or whatever, I absolutely love a date night. I love getting dressed up. I love going out for food or to the cinema or just like going and doing fun things. Um, so that is what I always try and do with myself. Like if I have got a spare day, for me, like dating myself isn't really like sitting in, doing face masks, whatever. Like I will go and take myself out for lunch because that's what I enjoy doing with other people. That's what I enjoy doing on a real date. So however you enjoy dating, whatever you're dating for, try and give it to yourself first. And then I think you'll become a lot more compassionate to yourself. You'll enjoy your own company because you're doing things that you like want to kind of do with your time. In terms of confidence, so if you're like me and you love a date night, um, but you don't have the confidence to go by yourself. I think places that like people might not be looking at you is quite an easy like start. So going shopping because there's a lot of people in shopping centers, shopping malls. <laughs> there's a lot of people in shopping centers. So people probably won't look at you. You know, they probably just think you're out there and you need one thing. So you've gone to town, whatever. They're not looking anywhere. They don't care. No one's done that. No one's come up with a story about what you're doing in their head. But like if they were, um, or cinema is dark. No one really knows you're there alone anyway because the lights are off. Um, I really, really, really desperately want to go to the cinema by myself. I just think I'd have the best time. But there's nothing I want to see at the cinema at the moment. I keep checking. Um, there is a few films coming out that I want to see, but this is besides the point. But yeah, that's something I actually really, really want to do. But like I said, you need to reframe your thinking. It's fun. 
But it's fun to take yourself out to lunch because you don't have to compromise with anyone. You can go when you want, you can go where you want, you can order what you want, you can stay as long as you want. You can, like, you're not waiting on anyone else. That is so fun. I love that. I get quite anxious, like, people waiting for me. Like, oh, we're ready to go. Like, are you ready? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like 10 minutes. Ah. But if I, do, if I go by myself, no one's waiting for me. I can just go when I want and I can go where I want. So, like, if I really want them strawberry pancakes again that I get every single time I go to Olive and Rye and my friends are bored of going, I can go and get my pancakes because no one's coming with me. <laughs> I think it's fun. Like, you're a, be the main character of your own story, do you know what I mean? Like, if you want to go out for lunch, go out. Alone isn't lonely. You're, you're choosing to go alone because you enjoy your own company. That is fun. That's empowering. Like, I've never, ever looked at a girl or guy or anyone doing something by themselves and thought, oh, gosh they've got no mates, they're strange. I'm like, well, they probably obviously do have mates and people who love them in their life. They have chose to come out alone. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that because I know how much I enjoy that. So yeah, I think in terms of confidence in doing it, you just have to reframe your thinking. Like, have you ever looked at someone who's alone and thought, God, freak, they've definitely got no mates? No, you haven't. And if you have, that's quite nasty. (laughs) You shouldn't do that because they definitely do. And I think that says more about you if you think that about someone because then you are scared like to go out alone because you're insecure that people might think that about you so and vice versa if someone thinks that about you that says way more about them and their confidence in being alone than it does about you just because some randomer in city center might be like why is this girl on her own one you'll never know they were thinking that and two hopefully they'll go home and reflect and think why did I think that was weird? Oh yes, because I'm insecure being alone and I don't like my own company. Well, that's something you should fix then, mate. That's not my problem. Off to go and eat my strawberry pancakes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Other people are the least of your worries. Like, spending time alone is so... F- I, I love it. Spending time alone is so fun. Anyway, just something I want to talk about before I get onto questions, because like I said, I feel like this topic is something... Not that I've nailed. I mean, maybe slightly. But... um. Yeah, I'm I'm not 100% sure what people want me to cover in a topic like this. So I have wrote down nice ideas for self-love and how to date yourself. And I've got like up to eight things I just want to quickly mention before I read your guys' questions. So some of these I've seen from TikTok. Some of these I can't remember where I've seen. I think some of them I've come up with along the way. So this one I've seen on TikTok and I just think it's so lovely. And I'm actually... Oh no, I did do it. I think it's... Oh no, I shouldn't tell you, should I? So the first one is pick a day. So pick a day, like an anniversary with yourself. Go on a random date generator. That's what I did. I'll give you a clue. Mine's in October. Um, pick a random date. I was a bit annoyed. I wanted to do it again. So it was like closer because I did it back in like January. And I was thinking, oh, I've got to wait till October. Long. So pick a date. Um, and it's like your own little anniversary. And every year when that date comes along, know to set it aside and get it free if you can. Or like close around then. So if you're working, it's like a Tuesday, that weekend. Just to do whatever you want and go out and take yourself on a date and it's fun and like you can buy yourself a little card or like a gift if you want or like buy yourself some flowers happy anniversary babe like I just thought that was such a fun idea random date generator to just plan something fun to go and do something fun for yourself and only for yourself um number two I think is super super important when we're talking about like spending time by ourselves being confident and spending time by ourselves know the difference between free time and you time Know the difference between when you're actually free and time that you have set aside to spend by yourself. Definitely something I still struggle with now and then because if my friends want to go and do something that I want to do, I'm going to go because I like my friends and I like spending time with my friends. Or like or like the other day I was um, in bed on a Friday night and I was colouring and I'd had a 
quite a long week, so I was in bed, and then my cousin texted me like, I'm in Leeds, come out. And I was like, well, obviously, like, this is me time, but I've also not seen you in ages. So, you know, some exceptions, but as a whole, you need to know the difference and set boundaries with, if you've had like a really, really busy, if your social batteries run out, don't try and keep going. You're not free, you need some me time. That's something I'm good at. I don't have a very long social battery at all. I need me time. Otherwise, like, I will just burn out socially. Like, I actually can't do it. Um, And I think a lot of people are the same. Like, I thought that was me. But, like, all of my friends are kind of the same as well. Like, we kind of all know that. So, yeah, know the difference between you time and what time is actually free. Like, if you need a night for yourself, respect your own boundaries and stay in. Number three, do something with... Oh, I thought this was lovely. Do something with no purpose. Like, no reason. So, you're not going to post it. There's going to be no judgment. Like, paint a canvas for no reason. For no purpose something that you might literally throw away afterwards like you're not even going to hang it on your wall you're going to do it you're going to have fun you're going to have that two hours and then you're going to throw it away and it doesn't need to be good because there's no purpose you're not going to hang it on your wall you're not going to post it you're not going to give it to someone you're not you've not set aside this two hours so that you can have a new painting to hang on your wall like obviously that's still a fun activity go ahead and do that but like I think the idea of having no purpose just gets rid of kind of all of that judgment and all of the the worry and the I don't know, I think it's just nice to do something with absolutely no purpose every once in a while, to get creative, to have fun, just to, just do it just because it was fun and that's all it was and that is okay and that is a fucking brilliant reason to do something. Number four, keep the mystery. So everyone always says this in real relationships, you know, keep the mystery, keep the spontaneity, don't get comfortable. So pick a, keep a, what? I can't. That's what I mean. I'm so dyslexic. I actually can't read my notes once I go off of them. I watched um, Diary of a CEO live and I thought, God, I could never do this because he read off um, like a TV. There was his script was on like a TV on on like that that he could see basically and the audience couldn't. And he would like go off script. I was watching it once I seen he would like go off script and then would go back to it. And I just thought, God, I could never do that. It baffles me that <laughs> it baffles me that people can read. I know that sounds so stupid. Obviously, I can read, you know, I read books, I can read. But like, I can't read out loud and then like go back to it and like really concentrate. Like I actually just can't do that. It's hilarious. Anyway, I find it bizarre that people can read. Mystery film picker thing on Netflix. Play something. Do it. A random, get a random number gen- number generator and then pick that takeaway on Uber Eats. Get a random takeaway flyer out of your drawer. Just do something random. Roll a dice and then, I don't know, have numbers corresponding to activity you're going to do that night and let the dice pick. You know, just keep the mystery. I think that is such a fun one. I mean, I know I would pick play something on Netflix and something would come on and I'd be like, mm, nah. But <laughs> just let it keep picking things then until it finds something that you do want to do. Number five, find a you space. I think this is lovely. Find a space that you like or a park that you like to go on a walk at or a cafe that only you go to. So somewhere that like, you're not gonna kind of go with your friends. You're not gonna bring someone cause you really like it. Like just keep it a you place. Find somewhere nice and make it like your place. I feel like you probably have this with friends or parents or boyfriends or girlfriends. Like, oh, that like your restaurant or like, oh, your cafe or your this or your that that you always go back to because it's like your place and you love it. Um, or like a spot to go on a walk, like your place. Have that with yourself. That's so lovely to have with yourself. And every time you go there, it's like, oh, I remember the last time I was here. And like, I don't know, I just think that's really special and really lovely and I want to find in my place because I feel like I maybe have some at home, especially for like walks. I definitely have a my place um, for walks at home. I had like an insane manifestation, like gut feeling moment once 
somewhere at home and everything I thought about like came true and like it was just like the weirdest feeling I've ever had so it's definitely my space at home but in Leeds I feel like I don't really have a space so maybe that'll be my task for the next week to find my space find a cafe or something that's just for me um number six very general hobbies um but I do think it's really important but I feel like it's very I don't know wishy-washy like yeah find a hobby you like because sometimes hobbies can be expensive like I love pole dancing but I'm kind of not going at the moment because I really want to save money and pole dancing is like £12.50 a lesson and like uh but like colour like I read I write in my what the frick I draw in my colouring book all the time uh like reading like making jewellery or anything like whatever it's gonna be try and find like a little hobby that you can do with yourself when you get a bit bored or that you can I do think it's important to invest in yourself I say this like I do invest in myself like gym is my hobby like I'll go to the gym every day like no matter how much that cost I would go um but pole dancing was an extra but I do think it's really important to like that like it's somewhere to meet people as well like even if a hobby costs money like you're worth it okay invest in yourself um number seven do your favorite thing alone so this might make it like a bit easier so like I said if you really really like going to the cinema or you really really like finding new bookshops with people or whatever it is, do that might feel a bit more comfortable. So somewhere you've been that's your favourite or like just your favourite activity. So going to the cinema, like it just might feel like a bit more of a comfortable environment to start at if you do what you love and you've done and it's familiar by yourself first. Like it's just an easy way to step into it, I think. And it's nice as well because I feel like often we wait for people to go and do our favourite thing. Um, and it's nice to have the confidence and just be able to be like no I want to go to my favorite bookshop or I want to go to my favorite cafe no one's available so I'm going to do it like it's sad to only be able to do your favorite thing if other people are near you because you know you, you might find a new favorite thing by yourself and how cool is that and then that can be your place anyway <laughs> um I thought number eight was really cute to write yourself birthday cards this is something I really 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 want to start doing I was meant to start doing it like six months ago I actually went and bought the card and then I never got around to writing it and here we are my birthday's like next month because I really wanted the first one to be my 21st birthday and then to keep doing it from then but I feel like there's no point writing me a birthday card now I mean I should probably should do it anyway even if it's not gonna have that much of change like it's still nice to have and then like so on my birthday on May the 4th I'll get I'll go shopping buy myself a new birthday card and then I'll write it on my 21st for my 22nd um not that that's hard to date yourself but I just think that's a really nice idea to get compassionate with yourself and like just like value yourself I don't know like everyone else writes you a birthday card you should write yourself a birthday card happy birthday babe you're doing fucking great you know so I'm gonna go and have a look at the questions okay so a lot of the questions are quite similar there's actually quite a lot so clearly you guys quite like this topic but a lot of them were obviously like how kind of like how to do it how to feel more confident doing it and hopefully I've touched on that so I'm not going to answer that really because that's what the whole kind of like first little bit was about but let me like dm me if it wasn't that helpful and you want more tips but i'm hoping the podcast so far has like completely covered that i thought this one was interesting so it said i spend a lot of time by myself it's healthy but when does it become antisocial and a few people actually said the same thing like okay but enjoying your company too much can sometimes get a bit lonely and i'm not sure i have much more of an answer than like it just comes down to being a bit self-aware like i know if i'm home for example or even even if i'm in the house with the girls like i was very aware yesterday that like i hadn't really spent much time with gabby because i was coming upstairs and like 
working or reading or doing whatever or like I go to bed quite early like I go to bed at like half nine ten so I was aware like I felt a bit antisocial. so like the next day I made sure I was like downstairs when she came home from uni and whatever I think just like little things like that you need to I think you just need to be aware like I know myself I could spend forever alone and like that I said so know the difference between me time and free time um and then my cousin texts me saying I'm here I knew it would have been antisocial. Like, obviously, I want to see my cousin anyway, but at that moment, it would have been antisocial of me to, like, not go. I hadn't seen my cousin in years anyway, so there's no way I wasn't going to get up and go. But, yeah. I think you just have to be aware of how much I've seen my friends lately as well. But still don't, like, tire out your social battery just because you feel you're being antisocial. Like, you still need to... Like, continue to be antisocial until you feel like you can be social again. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't rush it just because you feel like you're being antisocial. I feel like that one just does coming with being self-aware or if you're close enough with your mates or your family like you can always ask them and be like I'm really enjoying my own company at the moment I feel like I've really needed it I've needed a step back to take a break to enjoy my own company because I feel like I'm not very comfortable or confident being alone do you think I've maybe got a bit too comfortable (laughs) like do you think I've verged on antisocial because I don't know I just got really caught up in it and I've really enjoyed it and I've become really comfortable with myself like do you think if you've got good people around you, they should be able to tell you as well. Um, I think that can be easily solved. I think it's just being self-aware and knowing like kind of how much time you've spent with people recently. So another one a lot of people were asking was, how can I keep myself occupied so I'm not thinking about him all the time? Or like how to date yourself when you're in a relationship? And I think this is definitely something, like I said, I might not have thought of if I hadn't asked questions. But I think you just need to, one, have a partner who... Um, understands the value of alone time and two you need to understand the importance of it and the value of it because I think obviously none of us want to think it and it's a horrible thing to think but you and your partner could break up at any any moment all right and like I said you're the only person who's going to be with you forever so you need to be comfortable by yourself you need to be able to not rely on your boyfriend for happiness or like I said to even just go and do your favorite thing you know if you want to go to the cinema and your boyfriend's busy tonight you should be comfortable enough to just be like I'm gonna do it by myself we're not even if you want to forget the deep level of like being connected with yourself and enjoying your own company and like the deep value of it like you need to just be comfortable enough so if like you want to go and do want to go to the cafe because you want breakfast but your boyfriend's busy like you can go like even just something as simple as that like you should be able to see the value in that and I think I don't know, I guess it comes naturally to people, introverts, extroverts, like I, like I said, my social battery can die, I really value my alone time, and luckily, like, so does my boyfriend, um, so as much as, like, we love seeing each other, and we wish we could see each other all the time, like, when I've spent, like, over a week with him, I will be like, okay, now I want my bed, now I need to journal, now I need to read, like, because when I'm with them, with him as well, I get, like, caught up, and I won't journal for the whole week or I won't like even just sit and think about what I'm grateful for. I won't do any of that because I'm caught up with someone else. So, okay, you're asking me how. I think it just comes from like I said. Okay, no, that's how. So, (laughs) sorry, sometimes I don't think about these things before before I answer them. So I think in my maybe last relationship, I wasn't so much like this. I was, I've always really, really valued my own time, but, um... I I still felt like there were things I couldn't give myself. The validation, the compliments, 
like this stuff, this stuff that I said at the beginning, what is it that you expect or want from a partner at the moment? Um, and if you're fully comfortable with yourself, that answer should be like, well, nothing other than like extra value. Like there's nothing my partner can give me that I can't give myself. I think you need to get to that point. So why is it you're, you want to be with your partner so much? And yeah, you might just really love them and that's fine. And that's a great answer. <laughs> but um, normally something there's there's something else like, Try and figure that out, I think, and try and give that to yourself. And then I think you'll gain a little bit of like independence. And I don't want that to come across like I'm saying that's a bad thing either. Like I would spend all day every day with my boyfriend if I could, like, you know, that's how you want to feel about someone you like. Like that's that's, that's a good thing as well. Um, but I think too much can be, especially like if you're a similar age to me, can be a little unhealthy. I think we need to like be able to find ourselves and be comfortable with ourselves first and like just be truly like in love with ourselves before like giving that all to someone else because I don't know I think that I just think there's so much value in being comfortable by yourself like I said silly things like if you are like so I finished my uni module a week before any of my friends did two weeks before my boyfriend did so that week I keep talking about where I was alone and like in control of my time nobody else was free and I wanted to go out and I wanted to go to town and I wanted to like have a little celebrate and like go to a cafe. And I just think it's almost a little bit sad if like you can't celebrate yourself by yourself. So obviously as soon as we were all finished, me and my friends all went out and that was fine and that was great. But I just think it's nice to be able to go out by myself. Like I really wanted to go out and celebrate and have a nice little lunch. And it's, there's just so much value in me being able to be like, okay, I'm gonna go and do it by myself. Like, I don't need anyone else there. I enjoy my own company. One of the questions was actually like, what do you do when you're eating by yourself? I do get that it's a little bit awkward. I read because I see it as like a proper self-care moment. So I don't really wanna sit on my phone because I feel like that almost defeats the point of it because then you're not in your own company. You're like in the company of people on Instagram and like thinking about them. And then you might be like, God, why am I sitting here alone? Look at all of these other girls that I don't even know who are all together. So I read. But hopefully that um, gives you a bit of like how to do it when you have a boyfriend. I think realise maybe why you're not doing it when you have a boyfriend and go from there. Like reverse psychology. Um, what was one of the other questions? Uh, oh, so I'll end on this because this made me realise the same thing last week. So someone last week asked me, what's a self-care practice that you wish you um, gave more time to? And I said walks. And then I realised that. And now my task this day, um, this week, every day has been to go on a walk by myself. So someone said, what's your favourite thing to do by yourself? And like I just said, I, I love, love, love going on walks by myself. Like actual walks to leave the house, walk around and come back. Not like walking to somewhere. I think similar value, but to me, like going on just a walk is completely different. <laughs> In lockdown, I'd go on like a walk and my mum would be like, I can come. I'd be like, no, it's okay. She'd be like, are you sure? Like, I don't, I don't mind, I can come. She was like, I don't, like, do you want to go alone? That's a bit. And I was like, no, I really want to go alone. <laughs> I was like, please let me. Like, I'm so fine. Like, I want to go alone. Because I just, I get to think and I get to whatever. But that's a bit boring. Other than that, um, going out for breakfast is my favourite meal to go out for. So like going out for lunch or just like a coffee or like taking myself on a work date um things like that I really love going on a walk somewhere on a really really nice walk like I've driven myself to Round Hay a few times by myself and just like gone on a walk which is a big park in Leeds um yeah so probably that either taking myself out for like a nice brunch a nice coffee 
or just a walk is probably like my favorite. So on to the mindful moments and the journal prompt for next week. So the mindful, no, sorry, the journal prompt is I either want you to write down a list of things like I've said that you look for in a partner or things that you like to do on a date or like date ideas that you would like to do with a partner, something like that so you have it to refer back to so you can do for yourself. So I want you to either write a list of things that you would like expect from a partner and then write down how you can give that to yourself or the same with your love language. What is your love language and how can you do that for yourself? Or I wrote down make a smile list. So I spoke about this last week and I was supposed to talk about this in my ways to date yourself section. Um, Have a list that you can refer back to. So if you're having, if you have this day to yourself and you don't know what to do, you have this list of things that you enjoy or a list of things that makes you smile. So you can be like, oh yeah, I really enjoyed Last time I went pottery painting with my friend, I'm going to go by myself. Have a list of activities that you like to do or just like things that make you smile so you can refer back to it if you're ever a bit like lost or you don't know what to do or like you almost can't remember what you like doing. Um, I just think, yeah, so <laughs> any any one of them that fits into you. Like, for example, if you're quite confident by yourself and you don't feel like you like ask much from a partner um, and that exercise isn't going to work for you, make a smile list. Um, and your mindful moment. I want you, I want you to go and date yourself. I want you to go and do something alone. Um, I don't really have, um, anything specific. Whatever you feel like is going to add value to you, whatever you are confident doing, whether that is quite literally going on a walk by yourself, whether that is going to the gym by yourself, if you always go with a gym partner, whether that's going shopping to your favourite shop, to your favourite cafe, to your favourite bookshop, to the cinema, to pottery, I could go on, whatever it is, I want you to go and try and do something by yourself this week. Take yourself to the park and read a book, like something really simple or really big if you're used to the simple things. Take yourself, take yourself, take yourself on like a seven course tasting menu. Like if you're really used to going to cafes, just go and do something nice for yourself this week and go and do it by yourself. And that is everything I've got to say to you this week. I really, really hope you guys like this episode. I really enjoy talking about stuff like this and I just think it's really important. I've just realised I've been vlogging this and for some reason my camera hasn't cut out and now I have a 52 minute time lapse. <laughs> anyway, um, I really hope you guys have enjoyed this. If you have, please, please, please give it a rating on Spotify or Apple, wherever you listen. Subscribe, follow, go and follow all of our socials and I will see you next week, which is actually our very first open advice session. I think I'm going to call it how to make life your bitch, like episode one, episode two. They're going to happen every four weeks. So as well, that's another reason to go and follow the Instagram because I'm going to ask for your questions on there. It's just going to be like a big open advice session where we just, yeah, I just answer your guys' questions and give you actual advice that you want rather than like talking about a random topic you might not care about. (laughs) I will see you guys next Sunday. Bye.